Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we have got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you get yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. We've got a lot to talk about this week with Golden Glory, as well as some teases for the Sea of Thieves mystery. I'm going to be diving into some of the lore notes that we got from that, as well as see if I can go back and grab those journals that came to us from the last adventure. Also, just some little thoughts about captaincy but plenty that i may or may not get to this episode we'll have to see but with that let's get into it um, before we get into any of that, I have to thank the patrons. They are the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash keelhauled podcast to support this podcast and the content I make for you. So thank you to People's Republic, El Cute, Balls, Bam Bam Bagel, Slum, Captain Hasco, Chateau Neuf, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Trickster, Jabaro 5, Kazia the Rogue, Lumpy SRQ, Ocarian Darth, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Raja the Brave, who's a new member. Thank you for joining, Raja. And tell me if that's how you want to, you have your name spelt uh, or, or pronounced too. Uh, Regis Stella, Russ Bell Kid, Norwegian, Skinny Matt, Scum Melt 666. Tarnished Film, That Kilted Guy, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Uriel Canes, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lord Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Skit, Straw Hat Connor, uh, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you all so much for your support. It really does mean the world to me. I love that you guys do this for me. And thank you so much. It really, it really does help. Thank you so much. Uh, and with that, let's get into the episode. Uh, maybe a musical number. What do you guys think? We brought updates that were free. To those who sail the sea, though there's always more potential within. And as this song will spell out, there's plenty to sing about. Now that you can finally be a captain, can you imagine owning your own ship? Decorated with what you acquire. Then to satisfy your vanity, as long as there's no profanity, you can name it just how you desire. Oh, to set sail as a pirate captain, does boatloads of new features we proclaim. Oh, to set sail as a pirate captain, that's why we really think that you should play this game. And it's available with Xbox Game Pass, of course. Oh, to set sail as a pirate captain, adventure will come knocking on your door. Oh, to set sail as a pirate captain, and you'll be amazed at what we have in store. Choice is yours, whatever captain you may be. Whether that's gold looting, no scope shooting, robo racing, or embracing, everybody's welcome in this game. So come set sail as a pirate captain. Our time is almost up, so as we leave, if you want to be a pirate captain, come do it in season seven to see your thieves. Sorry, I just love that song so much. 
it's so it's so much fun i just absolutely love it uh i can't wait for captaincy if you guys listened to last week's episode you know that doug and i talked a fair amount about what we could possibly do how it works all that fun jazz and it's it's exciting it's a lot of fun um I I had a really interesting discussion with Davram this weekend while we were sailing, because if you don't know, it was Golden Glory weekend this weekend. And uh, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if many of you were out there sailing. It was a good time by all. And uh, as that was going on, we happened to find that there was a bunch of stuff going on with uh, the Sea of Thieves social media accounts. But uh, a little bit more on that in the later half of the episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Golden Glory weekend. Uh, we had a really, really good time. It was a great time for everyone to be running Athena right now. And many of you did. Uh, many of you went out and were just grinding uh, Athena till your heart's content. Um, and we were really, really happy to see that a lot of folks were able to hit Athena uh, level 30 this week. I personally hit 25 this week uh, or this weekend, I guess, technically. And it was just a really, really nice time. I got to sail with uh, Davram and Patty, uh, who was kind enough to to kind of sail with us and kind of help uh, helm things and take care of things as we were kind of going around but we had probably one of the best moments it was one of those moments when you're out there sailing uh we were over by uh the little sea post that's just to the southwest of keelhaul fort coincidentally enough and we were planning on turning in some really valuable fish some really rare ones that we got some wreckers and while we were doing that we noticed that there was a sloop that was sailing over to crescent isle now we had kind of just recently turned in a bunch of stuff that we had gotten and we're planning on finishing up uh the emissary quests that we gotten from the level five athena voyages um that we just completed the veils in those so we were just kind of getting ready to set suit set up uh the the last half of our voyage when a sloop comes over and they park at the back of crescent isle now we're in a brig i don't know if they just didn't notice or if they just assumed that this weekend would be nothing but pve but they pulled into the back of uh, crescent isle as you normally would if you were planning on working on the vault there and we waited and we debated and we thought, you know, I wonder, should should we let them finish it? Should we bother with this? Everyone's kind of doing their own thing. It's a sloop, you know, and the, we, we made the right choice. I will say we made the right choice. I hung out on the brig uh, to kind of uh, make sure that if we needed to, I could bring the ship over. We didn't take everyone, uh, but the plan was to take a rowboat. We had a rowboat and we decided to take the rowboat over to Keelhaul Fort get a bunch of kegs and then take the rowboat over to crescent isle and then blow up the ship and then obviously by the time that they had uh had gotten done with the vault they probably would have carried most of that off onto the actual boat and sure enough patty and davram went over they got a bunch of kegs and they rode in a very odd fashion over to crescent isle and managed to get to the ship and they managed to get two of the i think five kegs uh onto the boat and actually explode the ship and it didn't sink them so i'm panicking because davram and patty are dead i should have set sail a lot sooner i i actually waited for them to both be dead before i finally like decided to, to stop staring at like the little icons above their names and actually set sail over there and we sail over there and as we're heading uh or as i'm heading over there we're going into the wind of course uh but we're still in a brig so it's still not too bad 
and we we pull up and the sloop has recovered and we start laying into them Tavram goes over he he's able to board uh he can hear them bucketing for their lives you know they're doing everything they, they can possibly do to try and keep their sloop af afloat uh patty and i are are laying shot after shot after shot and we start using curse cannonballs and blunder bombs to knock them off or try and get them sick so they can't repair and we're trying to sink them Finally, Patty beans one of them with a cannonball. Uh, I hit with a blunder, I, and, and Davram goes in, makes sure to kill off the other one, and both of them are dead, and their ship sinks, and they are just laden with loot. They've got a full vault's worth of treasure on board. Uh, they have what looks like at least a skeleton sloop or maybe like a megalodon's worth of treasure on there and a level 5 gold reaper. Or excuse me, not gold reaper, gold hoarder flack and it was just it was one of those moments where it was like you plan something you execute on it and you manage to come out with all of this this amazing treasure as a result so uh to whoever that crew was in that sloop i i am sorry that you had to to bear the brunt of of us uh coming down on you when we really like we're planning on a very i was planning on a very casual stream because i figured golden glory probably wasn't going to be a whole lot of sweats on the on the ocean kind of going out sinking people outside of like the few that are out kind of doing their normal uh reapering and stuff totally 100 understand that as well too because that's a, it's a great time to do that meanwhile other crews out there are you know like getting multiple ships on a server dropping uh athena gilded voyages and such and really just trying to take advantage of this golden glory weekend and pad and davram and i we're just kind of hanging out, doing our normal stream. Uh, but the fact that it was Golden Glory Weekend was so nice. Uh, and I will say that um, aside from one disconnect that I had, which I think was a hazelnut beard, which has kind of been a, a bug that we've been seeing recently, overall, the entire stream uh, was flawless. Uh, didn't really have any issues. Um, we didn't have any any issues. Like there was one moment where things weren't quite registering, but they eventually rolled in like as we were going and the servers were handling things very well for us. Now, obviously, I, I can't speak for everyone on the seas in their experience. Hopefully everyone had a good time. I checked in with um, a friend of the show, uh insipid ghost or, or luke lore the the xbox expansion pass who was with some friends as well as uh, uh joe or, or mr Badbit uh from the playstation trophy room good friends good podcasts out there um Hafrican in them they were they were all kind of uh in the midst of battle and i was just kind of hanging out in destiny just you know doing normal stuff while i was listening to them kind of get super super sweaty this weekend and hopefully they got a fair amount of loot uh doing that because they're they're just it was really nice to see them playing Sea of Thieves. It really was because they're always so hard in grinding through the the games that they're either uh, playing for the sake of their communities or or for their consoles. And uh, you know they try to get some Halo in as well. But you know if it's not Halo, then it's it's other games. And they just they like to hang out and have fun. And I usually see them on shooters. And it was nice to see them playing Sea of Thieves. So uh, this whole weekend just felt like such a, a warm warm awesome weekend for sea of thieves content especially after the season seven announcement for captaincy and that led to a very interesting conversation between Davram and I, where I think he is absolutely bonkers to think about uh, captaincy being tied to a paywall for the Emporium. Um, we He doesn't necessarily think this will happen. I will caveat this. I don't think he thinks this is going to happen, but I definitely think that, think that he feels like there's a possibility that with captaincy coming, that 
they will charge you a one-time fee for real money or ancient coins uh, to be able to buy the ability to customize your ship as a captaincy update uh, to which i argued it would it would be such bad blood for uh for rare to do this i don't think that this is something that rare is going to do i think with captaincy being the marquee feature for season seven uh, i think that they are going to have it included the way they had like sea forts included the way that adventures are included uh, all of the updates that come to sea of thieves the content that comes there uh, is all generally free um, when they add stuff like this uh, the stuff that isn't free is typically tied to the paid version of the plunder pass or new sets and cosmetics that come directly to the pirate emporium uh, and, and there is an opportunity for rare to make a choice that would put captaincy behind a paywall, which I, I, I see where the capitalism would come into that. It is a, a really tasty uh, fruit on the forbidden tree that basically says like, you know, you could, you could eat healthy off of this and gain all of this uh, revenue from this captaincy purchase, uh, but it's going to really cause some heartache and some strain on your community down the line. And is that really worth it for the revenue stream? You, And it kind of goes back to the old adage of, uh, you know, razor blades. When you sell a razor blade, you sell the handle cheap or you give the handle away for free and you charge for the razor blades. You know, you you're you're not setting someone up to use just the razor blade once that's that's not going to keep a customer you keep a customer by selling them the replacement blades so you can give away a handle and a couple razor blades for free knowing that they are going to use that and then when they need new blades they're going to come to the to the manufacturer of the blades for that handle you don't need multiple razor handles uh so with that, I think they are definitely going to move in a direction that will give captaincy uh, to players either tied to commendations or gold unlock, something in-game that you have to do to really kind of earn the right to be a captain. Um, I think everyone is going to be a captain, but I think if you want to uh, have like your name uh, on your ship, you may have to buy into like an emissary flag for the sovereigns uh, if that's going to be a thing. Um, there's going to be something that will that will have to unlock it. I don't know that it's going to be something that everyone will have access to, but I wouldn't be surprised by that either because Rare likes to let everyone feel like they can experience a full update. You know, they, they have uh, very specifically made the Pirate Legend Veil Voyage just for Pirate Legends. And that was, that was the first time that I think that they've brought content to the game that has been tied directly to... Uh, a, a lockout that has to require you to be a pirate legend. I think with a captain, that's a little more broad of a term used for sailing for pirates, for people playing Sea of Thieves. Everyone has a captain, whether you're a pirate legend or not, uh, whether you have gold or not. So I do think that that's something that is going to be tied to just having uh, playing the game. And, and that's something that I feel is is correct. It is the right choice uh, where I feel like a lot of captaincy uh, stuff is going to be tied to is the the themes that they have. We saw themes with the trailer. We, we understand that uh, there's going to be a lot of little trinkets that you can buy to unlock uh, to be able to put in your um, put in your captain's cabin and uh, or even even in the ship in general. And to do that, I think you're going to have to uh, unlock those some way. You're going to have to unlock those cosmetics by doing things. I don't know how or, or how that's all going to work out, but I do think that that will probably be something that will tie to, uh, I, would, I would be 
interested to find out if the sovereigns will be the the quote unquote gatekeepers of that type of content or if it's just going to fall back to the uh, trade companies which i think would actually be a, a good idea to really kind of expand out all of the trade companies really kind of give you a reason to do this uh, but at the same time i also wouldn't be surprised if this content was something that was tied to the uh, emissary ledgers i think the emissary ledgers are kind of in a weird place right now like we're not quite sure what the next set of uh emissary um, cosmetics are going to be but i wouldn't be surprised given the nature of how a lot of the uh little cosmetics that we've seen with um the trailers and such wouldn't would be tied to uh ledger stuff like if you if you get to the top tier of the ledgers for uh this month then you can unlock these certain trade company cosmetics for your ship um, I'd love to hear some thoughts on this, especially if you if you haven't been in the insiders. I know the insiders, they're getting all this information. They're testing all of this and they're doing their due diligence to uh, hopefully give good feedback to the devs to let them know how uh, this would be um, received as far as like what you what you want to keep an eye on and stuff. Um, so hopefully they're they're working on that. But uh, for those of you who who like myself haven't ventured into the insiders for the sake of keeping the suspense, uh, keeping the the uh, the allure of the mystery behind it all, um, I'd be curious to hear how you all feel about this. Um, I'm looking forward to how this upcoming gold hoarder episode. Uh, in the next month or next next week actually uh, we'll go and see like if people are, are excited for this and see what they think uh, if there's going to be certain sets that they're excited about like personally I'm I'm very interested in the crimson uh, crimson crypt set and the um, oh gosh what is it called it's the spinal set but I can't think of what the actual name for the cutthroat set I believe I believe it's the cutthroat set um, I would love to see what the Emporium versions of the Captain's Cabin, uh, if that's the route that they go, will look like. Because I would imagine that they would want to have cosmetics uh, themed for the different Emporium sets. And there's some in there that I would... I would die to see. I would love to have like a super gothed out, like it looks like Hot Topic Captain's Cabin that's tied to the Crimson Crypt set, you know, like skeleton dog involved, everything. And speaking of that, actually real quick, we, we got an interesting image that came from the social media sites um, after the announcement of uh, season seven. And with it, there was some, it, it was a very interesting crew that was uh, seen in the image. And it was basically the image was of four people in the captain's cabin. One was wearing the uh, pirate legend outfit. Uh, one of them was wearing, um, gosh, what was it? The, the, the bombardier set. I think it's the bombardier set uh for or like uh the, the the one that looks like um junk rat gosh i don't know why i'm struggling so hard with that uh but that and, and then there were two other ones that i can't quite make out they're very interesting and i'm very interested in seeing what those are going to turn into be um it's it's nice to think that there's a possibility of them becoming the courage set uh especially given that we that we don't know much about this uh but also we saw at the base of the table um if you if you look at the actual image it looks like a dog but it does not look like a dog that we have right now and it actually looks like a um fox and if that's the case are we actually going to be getting a new type of pet like a reskinned pet uh because they have like they have some really beautiful piratey clothing and stuff and i love that but um 
if we're going to be getting different pets that look like uh, the same breed, like obviously foxes and dogs are, are still uh, within that same kind of canine family, uh, I would not be surprised if they gave us like a skin for animals that made them look like different types of the same uh, genus or, or family or, or whatever the scientific term is to, to denote like foxes and dogs are related somehow. But boy, howdy, a fox would be fantastic because I would love to have a cat that looks like a raccoon if I'm being 100% honest. And uh, I know a couple fans of raccoons that are pirates that would probably love that as well too um but kind of getting into to the whole captaincy thing i'm i'm glad that it's coming i'm glad that we're getting more of it i can't wait to find out more about this and for some reason i just felt like i really 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 wanted to talk about this a little bit more it was probably because i was listening to the actual trailer again and i just i can't get over that that song it's so good um got beanland and, and mcmurtry really just absolutely killed it with that song and uh boy howdy uh, with sea of thieves fest coming up on on like five weeks or four weeks away um i would i would love to be able to have them show up there and be able to do like a in 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 person <laughs> rendition of the song because it's so good um man even just having having that as like a, a like a, a song to be able to listen to on the game i downloaded the video so i i can listen to it whenever but man that's that's got to get added to the spotify actually i'm going to check and see if it's on spotify right now because if it's not it needs to be it needs to be on the spotify list because they've added pretty much every song uh on on that they've that they've offered in the past already um but if they don't have this on there i'm gonna be super super sad um because it's just it's so good it's so absolutely good it doesn't nope it does look like they have it yep it's the latest release uh captains of adventure hold on i'm gonna make sure this is the right one so i'm not talking talking out of my bum oh my god oh my god they did put it on there they put it on june 12th and they have the instrumental version too so if you're crazy like me and you've been writing down the lyrics you could actually record yourself singing the song too and that's very exciting i might actually practice this hell i might even have like a flash drive that i take to to see these fest and see if i can get this like on the uh on the karaoke if that's if karaoke is going to be a thing nearby because i would absolutely love to have this as like a karaoke track oh my god i love it all right um i'm gonna stop this i'm gonna stop gushing about that let's talk about something else all right let's, let's jump into some of the things and and before i get into this too uh also shout out to uh hicks tape victim um over in the uh, uh over in australia who went to a a uh, con recently um uh, convention and Zuki Art was there selling uh, Sea of Thieves prints, um, but they, the, the heck, Hicks Tape uh, victim has a whole Reaper's outfit, like a whole Reaper's pajamas outfit, and it looks fantastic. So shout out to you for um, you you having your uh, uh, just like the all all of it, just the entire cosplay looks fantastic. I love the mask, uh, I love the I love the robe and everything. It looks great. So good job on the cosmetics. The belt is fantastic, by the way, absolutely fantastic. Um, so just seeing a lot of really awesome people uh, doing some some really fun stuff on Twitter recently. But uh, anyway, going back to um, kind of the conversation that we were having as far as 
uh sea thieves and captaincy just excited about that i'm trying to think what was it? i lost the the complete thread of what was going on um i get i'm gonna stop and we're gonna we're gonna kick this back up Ahoy there, pirates. This is the ad for this episode, and I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code ROBOTSRADIO in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any to VIP books or use the affiliate link for Green Man Gaming. If you're a PC gamer or you'd like to save money on games, it's one of the benefit of being a PC gamer. Head over to Green Man Gaming. You can get codes for Steam, Epic, any of the different stores that they have deals going on. They have deals going on all the time and if you plan on buying there, please consider using our affiliate link. All of that goes straight to me through the network. Thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast. It means the world to me and i continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you with that pirates let's get back to the show okay i remember what i wanted to talk about and that is of course the sea of thieves mystery um if you don't know about an hour ago as of the time of the recording which is really it's i'm going to be 100 percent honest it's like 10 20 at night right now i should be like editing this thing so that it's getting published before i go have to go to bed uh but unfortunately <laughs> when when you record um things happen and sometimes you have to address those things because you don't want to wait an entire week uh to talk about them so um, we got a brand new CFTs from CFTs's uh, Twitter account. They posted a new image of the music box, which is apparently the the scrawling board for all of the ways that we're going to be unlocking the stuff that goes on with this. And if you haven't been keeping up, uh, to give you a, a bit of a rundown, there's a music box that is sitting in front of a skeleton slumped at a tree. The music box has numerous carvings on its side that have been seen in previous versions of the image. Uh, one of them was a, a reach tweet symbol that had two m's to indicate indicate 2000 retweets the next one had a wind symbol that had three m's to indicate 3000 uh uh likes i believe it was uh ended up being and now we have a new one that has uh, a heart with an arrow and uh one or i v with a line above that and if you're not familiar with Roman numerals, well, the the one in the, or the I and the V indicate four. If you're not sure what the line above it is, uh, because I would not be, I would not blame anyone if they just looked at the image to say that this is uh, a, a, a curved arrow with TV and a heart, which would push people to go to twitch.tv slash sea of thieves to follow the account there i would not i would not be surprised if that's what you thought it's what i initially thought but the alt text here is really the champion of these tweets because it is the one that explicitly states what's going to actually happen so i did some digging and i found out that uh in in roman numeral world if you put a line above a number Anything above four or three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine indicates that it is a large number. 
So having a four in Roman numerals with a line above it indicates that it is a 4,000 because um, the line indicates that it is a thousand marker. Um, and the, the little symbol that's next to all this is the same symbol that was found on a bunch of mysterious keys, which were uh, random web pages that if you went searching around the Sea of Thieves website, you would find these little key icons. And if you clicked on them, they would take you to a web page with nothing on it except this one image that had a key and on this key were etchings of uh, a symbol and a word the word for this one is turn and there's a little bit of little uh, wrapping with the same uh, icon as the the etching on it uh, and we've had these in the past so if you look at the if you look if you're looking at the actual music box, we have uh, the symbol on there that indicates that it is a retweet, and I think that that was something that was very uh, clear. We understood what we were going to be doing, and um, I'm actually going to use the uh, murder mystery board for the Merfolk's Lullaby website to kind of help with some of the reference here because it helps out. Um, but what we found out is that the retweets unlocked uh stuff in the game and i think that stuff in the game was um we, we found it and then when, once we understood like what the pattern is going to be uh we started to keep an eye out for this stuff um but once we hit that 2000 retweets it unlocked little notes that have been in the sea of thieves and they're little notes that you find uh the first one for the retweets unlocked notes that were showing up on gravestones everywhere around the world um, and they're out of order and they have one line on them but we don't know who actually said the line and we don't know who wrote these notes but they're a dagger with a note on these headstones and this first happened when we got the the 2000 retweets on the initial image uh where with the music box when they when they showed this um and to kind of read you some of the notes uh, that, that I found, again, I'm going to be using Merfolk Lullaby's uh, website for this because um, it's got everything kind of uh, collated in a visual way for me to be able to explain it to you. Um, so there is a note on Crooked's ma Crooked Masts uh, that says, you said yourself we were done. Then there's one on Flintlock Peninsula that says, he made that perfectly clear. Uh, then there's one on Cro Kraken's Fall that says, so I lied. Then there's one on Lone Cove that says, you're the last person I expected here. Then there's one on Ruby's Fall that says, just listen, none of this feels right. There's one on Sharkbait Cove that says, oh, of course it is. Right from the start, it has been. And then there's one on Sunken Grove that says, don't tell me you're becoming sentimental after all this time. Then there's one on Thieves Haven that says, this isn't a joke. And then there's one on uh, Wanderer's Refuge that says, you thought I'd just let this go. And we don't really know a whole lot about who's who's talking to who right now. But if I had to say, it is uh, someone who is, because this is all tied to the murder, obviously. This is the stuff that has, if you, if you don't believe me, the lantern that you get from the uh, main voyage um, chest that is found just off the coast of Sea Dog's Rest. If you uh, head over there right now, you can see some footprints prints heading over to some barrels there's a note uh in in some rocks if you read the note it talks uh in a cryptic way to go to a red shell and then head out to the ocean uh where you will find amongst a bunch of uh seaweed that there is a chest and that chest has a red lantern uh, that is a sea dog lantern with a red flame in it um, a lot of this I've, i'm pretty sure i've talked about in the past if i haven't i apologize because i know i've referenced it in in previous episodes um 
But using this, you can, uh, we were able to discover the secret message on the sand that said, who killed DeMarco? Um, and as such, people have been walking around with this lantern trying to find secret images. Um, I still haven't found the one that says Jack was here. I'm still keeping an eye out for that one. Uh, but all of these ghostly notes are all ones that appear only when you hold up the flame uh, from this lantern. And it, it clues us into maybe some of the uh, broken dialogue that has happened as a result of uh, uh, what, what happened to this murder. And the lines here tend to suggest that um, there was something between people that indicated that there was a, a bit of a, a breakup here. Like you said it yourself, we were done. This is, uh, to me, a conversation between two people who um, were in an agreement of some nature, whether it be a relationship or whether it be uh, something like a, a, you know, a partnership. And uh, or, or maybe it might even be um, people referencing the fact that the sea dogs are done and that the, there's no more there's no more with the sea dogs to, to move on with. Um, and then the other line says, like, he made that perfectly clear, uh, possibly referencing that DeMarco had made it clear that the sea dogs were were uh, were done. And uh, so the next one is, is so I lied potentially talking about how uh, uh, whoever whoever's speaking to them was not not a hundred percent done with what they were talking about um, and then uh, another one says like you're the last person expected here it seems like maybe they weren't expecting whoever it is to actually show up for whatever they plan on doing um, and then another a line just listen none of this feels right it, it indicates maybe that uh, they, they're having second guesses uh, because there's another line that says don't tell me you're becoming sentimental after all this time they're they're you know there's kind of some some second guessing going on here um, I'm trying to think like, because the order here is, we don't know what the actual order here is, but it's like, you said yourself, we were done. Uh, and then the other person says, of course it is right from the start. It has been, um, or, or like he made that perfectly clear. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to go hard to tell, you know, like, um, uh, you thought I'd just let this go. Uh, this isn't a joke. It seems like there's a conversation and it feels like there's a conversation that's happening that potentially alludes to the fact that sea dogs have been closed this whole time and that uh, while many of the sea dogs thought that this was the end, that uh, there might be more work to be done um, or that someone is is maybe looking to see if there's something that can be done um, in, in maybe in retaliation for sea dogs closing. Um, so that was when that was one of the things that happened when we had the uh, the the music box tease with the two M's and the retweet symbol, which indicated 2000 retweets. Then we got the wind symbol, which had three M's and that that was 3000 uh, things. But I have, I have no clue what the wind was there. But once we hit it and it might have been retweets, it might have been likes. Uh, it unlocked another set of notes and these notes were all found on rowboats. So you wandered around the world with uh, the red sea dog uh, lantern and you could uncover uh, the the notes that were all about the robots. So let's kind of read through the lines there, see if we can kind of uh, swap these in and out, try and understand what the conversation is uh, having in this one. And we don't know if this conversation is its own conversation or if it's a conversation that is supposed to be combined with the previous notes that we found. Um, but let me read through these ones. These take place on Ashen Reach, uh, Crescent Isle, the Devil's Thirst, Mermaid's Hideaway, 
Old Faithful Island, Plunder Valley, Smuggler's Bay, The Sunken Grove, and Thieves Haven. So uh, a lot of different rowboats. Not all rowboats, by the way. There are plenty of rowboats out there that don't actually have notes, but just these ones are ones that we found notes on them. So let's kind of read through some of these, see if we can kind of suss out what's going on. So the truth will come out. It always does sooner or later. I mean it. I don't trust anyone. Not anymore. No one can know I was here as if you could. I've never seen you this upset. You're being ridiculous. Don't startle me like that. I nearly shot you. How could I not be? They're coming for me. I can feel it. I don't think so. I have covered or I have to cover my tracks. And those are the lines. And it feels like it is the same conversation to me. It feels like this is a conversation that is mixed between the two sets of notes uh, that have been released and that once we have all of the different lines, we'll be able to actually uh, find out what the full conversation is. Unfortunately, at this time, we still don't know who this conversation is between, but it is definitely between two people who are potentially conspiracy or conspiracy. No, conspiracy. What is the word? I can't think of what the word is. Um, conspiracy or creating a conspiracy. No conspiring conspiring that's it i finally got there guys aren't you proud they're conspiring against who i imagine would probably be demarco being that it's based on the murder of demarco um i i still don't want demarco to be dead but i i do have a feeling that if he's dead and i think i talked about this last episode that i believe 100 that his soul is trapped in the red lantern that we're carrying around and that that, it, that it'll be freed. Uh, and once it's freed, we'll be able to restore him to, uh, he'll, he'll go back to the ferryman. The, for, the ferryman will grant him the ability to uh, be human again, uh, like Beauty and the Beast. And we will then uh, be able to have a, a wonderful sing-along at the end of this, um, you know, all, all licensed music included. Uh, so it'll be really great. It'll, it'll be a fantastic number at the end of this. And, I, and I'm very excited to see that. So but um, with the, the reason why we're bringing this up now is, of course, because I'm, I'm recording this so late, we got a new tweet. And with a new tweet, we got the indication that, that uh, there is a, 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 a turn key that we're going to be unlocking um, and that the turn key obviously has to has to get 4,000 uh, likes on that tweet or, or that tweet to actually be able to do that. It might be combined too. I don't know if they posted this on Instagram. They might have, uh, but if they did, then it was going to be something where um, it might be like a combined number between the different social media accounts. But for sure, it's going to be 4,000 likes and for sure, it's going to unlock the quote unquote turn key, at which point we will then have another set of notes. Um, I don't know if there's any indication on on how these are going to be put into the game, when they're going to be put into the game, or where we're going to find them. Uh, but I have been trying to think about different things that tie to some of the other uh, some of the other actual um, keys that we have. So if you don't know, there's five keys. Two of them we've already kind of revealed, uh, and that was the wind key and I believe the spin key. I've, I feel like the spin key is the retweet that we got, and they just didn't they didn't use the, the actual uh, retweet symbol because I think it would have been a little too obvious. Um, but obviously this one has the same symbol on the music box as this key, which is the quote unquote turn key. 
But then outside of that, we still have uh, uh, two more keys. Um, we have the roll key, which looks like a seashell. And then we have the pivot key, which is, I don't even know how to describe this, but it's an arrow with a little, little line next to it. Uh, but the two that we have left, um, roll and spin, or roll, spin, and no, excuse me, roll, turn, and pivot um, are, are actions that we have. Like all of these, except for wind, are actions. Like you, you can spin, you can pivot, you can roll, you can turn, and you can, but you can't wind. Or maybe it's wind. Maybe it's, no, it can't be wind. It's got to be wind because it has like a little cloud. So I'm still second guessing myself and still trying to suss all this stuff out. Um, but it is very interesting to kind of see like where this is going to go. I have a feeling that carts are going to be next as far as uh, where we're going to find notes, um, just based on like some of the objects that they've been using right now. Like they've used headstones. Headstones are, are uh, very, very f easy to find markers around the world. Like there's graves, there's grave sites around the different islands all over the place. Um, and same thing with rowboats. Like there's broken rowboats all over the ocean uh, for, for the different islands. And you can see them. They're very clear and you can put something on them. And it's a very unique uh, object. It's not like a rock or a tree. So I'm thinking carts. Uh, we have a fair few carts out in the world um, that are not used for anything. Uh, so I imagine that the next ones will be found on those. Um, the other one that I think we might find uh, notes on are bells. Um, we tend to have a lot of bells out in the world and a lot of those bells or like flagpoles um, are, are unique and can be something that you can point to and say like I know where that's at uh, or at least I know where there are others like that and that might be a good place to put some of these other ghostly notes but we've got um, two that are unlocked now one that we're in the progress of doing now and then two that we don't know how to unlock in the future. Um, I do want to address that if this is one of the cases where we are going to be unlocking the mystery key turn with uh, 4,000 likes, um, I really hope that this is something that is across all of the different social media sites because the history for the Twitter, at least, is not very good when it comes to anything above like two, two and a half, three thousand likes. Like, Asking for that many likes on a single tweet is is really tough. Like you're you're really asking for the the community to really kind of like pay attention to this. And and a lot of tweets honestly get lost in the mix. Um, this is coming up on two hours right now that it's been live, and it's only got six hundred and five likes. So. 4,000 is a hefty sum, and we'll probably see this within the first day get close to probably 1,500, I would say, 1,500 likes. But it's again, it's something that I hope is is across the different social media accounts, and I hope that they're posting the same uh, image over on like Instagram, which I feel like I need to go check now, and I hate going to Instagram because I don't like it because it deals with pictures and I'm not attractive, so I don't bother with that because why would I? I have cats, I guess, in that case. Uh, but let me take a look and see if Sea of Thieves over on Instagram has actually got this up. Yeah, it doesn't look like they've actually posted the... Yeah, they have not posted this image over there. So I will be very interested to see if it does. And if they do, I really feel like um, it needs to be a combined thing. It can't just be on Twitter, man, because that would absolutely kill this. 
Uh, and it kind of goes back to the same thing of the Ovaltine conversation that I had, which was kind of a bummer. You know, it is marketing. It is social media engagement. Um, and, and I appreciate that they want to have engagement. Um, it obviously drives people to play the game, but there's there's a there's a certain amount of return on that. And I and I hope that they I hope that they kind of uh, aren't pushing it too hard. Drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? Son of a All right, so there is a fair amount of intrigue going on with the next adventure. Um, I know that uh, I've, I've heard that it's in the Insiders. Um, people have told me that they've been doing the Insider stuff for it. Uh, and, and I, I asked them not to tell me anything about it cause I'm, I'm very interested in it. Um, but I know it's tough to talk around when you're trying to, trying to suss out some of that, that speculative stuff. Um, but I wanted to talk about the, the adventure itself because right now we, I went into, um, the actual game and the game itself has had like the preview for the adventure for a while. And for a long time, it had the image of a book and the book was propped up against a stack of books next to the ferryman's lantern, the kind of broken up iron wrought uh, lantern with the green glow inside of it. And there was a dagger that was kind of stabbed into a pile of uh, gold bullion uh, or not bullion, but just coins. Bullions are like uh, the, the, the actual bricks, I think. And uh, a red gem. And in the background you could see what looks to be i would say actually plunder outpost and for a long time that was kind of the the base image and we were kind of wondering with adventure 5 being called the forsaken hunter uh there's not a whole lot to really go off of with that so it's hard to know like what that actually means um and for the long time the book cover itself had the same image of gray morrow's books uh from the fate of the morning star if i recall the fate of the morning star one correctly i think it's that or i think it's um i think it's, it's the one essentially where you're going after gray morrow uh so for a long time we've, we've kind of been thinking like okay well the forsaken hunter is probably going to uh tie into gray morrow and probably merrick because he's a hunter um and gray morrow is forsaken you know he's kind of caught between realms right now with the fort of the damned uh and i'd be very kind of curious you know to understand like what is you know what's what's that going to happen all of that has changed there is now a new image for Adventure 5. It is still called the Forsaken Hunter, and it is still coming in about two weeks, which would be roughly at about the end of this month, which I imagine is probably the 30th. Um, let me take a look at the calendar, actually. So this would be one week, and then that would be two weeks. So yeah, the, if if it's based off of the 16th, then that would be about two weeks. We don't like have a set date, obviously, and this was based on today which is the 19th so it's hard to know for sure but i'm i'm basing this off of rare thieves site which has like the the quote-unquote calendar of uh sea of thieves which kind of shows you like golden glory weekends different events and the adventure from their perspective is set to start up uh on the 30th of june which would give us two weeks and put us right about the 14th of July, which would then give us a week between uh, the end of this adventure and the 21st, which is the beginning of season seven. 
Now, we don't know much about season seven or the adventures or the mysteries, anything tied to that. Uh, but one of the things that happened to change with Adventure 5 is that while it's still called The Forsaken Hunter, it now has a new book cover. That book cover is a very unique book cover. The book cover itself looks like it has two images. Uh, there's a bottom half and a top half. The top half takes up about two thirds and it looks like it is two people wearing hoods and white masks in the shape of a heart that is broken. There's little lines that are kind of radiating down below it. And there's uh, the bottom half, which is the bottom third of the book cover, has a bunch of silhouettes of uh, what look to be People, people potentially wearing robes. Now, the thing that I love about this is if you take a look at the image or if you read a, a description of the image, it definitely looks like these are uh, the people who are following Wanda, the warsmith, with the same pale white ivory mask with the red lips and the cracks in the actual mask, wearing the black hoods to cover their skeleton faces. I would not be surprised if that is... Um, who these are and the fact that the shape of this looks like it is a heart that is broken in two uh, not fully but definitely broken um, because it is two faces kind of side by side uh, shoulder to shoulder I really really hope that Rare has decided to move forward with the Maidens of Sorrow and if that's true then I'm going to be very happy because I love that name. Uh, but I think that the Forsaken Hunter is going to pertain to Wanda and her ilk, her following, and uh, what that's going to mean. Now, we don't know necessarily if this is going to mean anything for uh, Merrick or not, but because Merrick has kind of put himself in the sights of, um, of, of the Reapers, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Now that Golden Sands has been declared new Golden Sands, according to the adventure, uh, and Golden Sands has been saved, Merrick has returned to his outpost over at Stephen Spoils in the Ancient Isles. Uh, but you can't, you can't lead... A, a war against the reapers and not put a target on your back so is the forsaken hunter uh someone who is um forsaken or or outcast or doomed uh at this point and is it referring to the hunter or uh the hunter being um merrick since he is part of the the uh hunter's call The other side of this uh, might have to pertain to another aspect of hunters in the Sea of Thieves. Um, if you've been around the Sea of Thieves, you might have seen these with some of the riddles. And I'm talking about the rock paintings and the graves out in the world that refer to hunters. Uh, there's rock paintings that are called the Legendary Lone Hunter that's on uh, the North Beach, uh, north beach of, of Devil's Ridge. There's a rock painting called the Eagle Hunter high uh, to the east in Plunder Valley. Um, there's the Hunter's Tail on the northwest side of the grassy ledge for Thieves Haven and there's a hunter's grave on Kraken's Fall. Um, so I wonder if maybe that there is something to do with the hunters uh, and the forsaken hunter might actually be someone that is is someone that is forsaken in from the Sea of the Damned um, that we haven't really seen a whole lot of or know much about and that could be someone like Bell. 
I don't know for sure, and it seems like a stretch, so I think it'd be easier to assume that uh, this has to do with Merrick. Um, if it's Forsaken, uh, then he could be something like he's getting chased, or it could do something with uh, the Forsaken Shores um, and being out in the middle of the, the Devil's Roar with uh, Merrick. It's, it's hard to know for sure, uh, but I do have a feeling that it will definitely take into account uh, Wanda the Warsmith and the Maidens of Sorrow. Um, I think that they're going to start being a little more part of what's going on. And it makes me wonder if maybe it's going to tie into something that is going on uh, with DeMarco, because we really haven't had any kind of connection between that story, the murder mystery, as well as the adventures. And the reason I bring this up is because... Um, with this uh with this latest adventure we've had these adventures and in uh the forts of the forgotten um there were two trailers there was the cinematic trailer and then there was the gameplay trailer that came out and both of those trailers have uh allusions to um fates worse than death in sea of thieves and uh to me and this is obviously a stretch the fate worse than death is being locked away in an object with your soul and not being able to move to the Fairy of the Damned to be judged by the ferryman to decide whether or not you can make it back to the Sea of the Damned. Um, the the Spanish uh, officers at the fort uh, warn that, you know, if you if you step out of line with Flameheart, uh, then there is a fate worse than death. You know, there are things worse than death in the Sea of Thieves. Uh, Bell also uh, is worried for the souls at the fort of Forts of the Forgotten and making sure that they're rescued because there are things worse than death in the Sea of Thieves. And if it's someone... And I'm very curious about this because originally the Adventure 5 had Grey Morrow's uh, book on the, the cover of this. And a fate worse than death is having your soul trapped in an object. And it kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm connecting the strings. I got my tinfoil hat on. I really do feel like soul, uh, uh, DeMarco's soul is trapped in an object. Now, it is is one of those things where it's trapped in the actual thing and we had a uh, uh, an actual um we had the actual tweet that just recently came out from sea of thieves i can't remember if i talked about this last time if i did i'm, I'm very sorry it's not it's not something intentional uh it's just one of those things where like it, it popped up i can't remember if i talked about it but i figured I, I might as well cover it here in case you forgot about it or missed it in the last one but uh in the sot gear when they do the hashtags to talk about gear they had uh, the Fallen Sea Dog Lantern, which the fact that it's called Fallen indicates that someone that a sea dog has fallen, you know, a fallen sea dog lantern, uh, a lantern found in a sunken chest near sea dogs rest surprisingly still work. It still works. That to me says like there's a reason why that soul uh, or, or why that lantern works and there's a reason why that lantern is 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 showing us all these notes of a conversation that we don't understand and it is demarco's soul uh in 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 it's at demarco's body so it's like the the clues are very apparent right there and i've tweeted about this and i and I've, I've put i put myself out there as being uh this is the case and and how i believe this is is going to be uh what happens and stuff but um I, I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to start seeing a convergence between Adventure 5, Wanda the Warsmith with the Maidens of Sorrow, um, and DeMarco's Killers. 
And I think we're going to start finding out a little bit more about these two things. And I think that the the, the timing of this is kind of in place because they kicked off the adventures uh, back in March. And we've kind of had this build up. We've had the introduction to characters, uh, the forts of the forgotten. Uh, that was stuff that kicked up in March. Um, and then, of course, the uh, the actual mystery itself is about three weeks old, uh, which puts it roughly about the beginning of June, which is about a month after or two months after they kind of kicked off the the adventure for this. So they're they're playing the long game. If you remember, this all kind of kicked off way back in December of 2021 uh, with the orb stream and, and uh, Flameheart Jr. and the teases that they, that we had there. And we're about six months down the line. So I think we're going to start turning the turning the corner on this adventure and mystery and it's going to start kind of uh combining and we're going to start doing adventures that tie into the mystery in a way by indicating like there there's a magic that we're having to uh, uh be aware of that we're having to bring back into the forethought of our knowledge because we've experienced this stuff in the past but it's not something that many of us uh remember or a fair of us a fair number of us uh out on the seas weren't around during that time so they have to bring it up they have to remind us they have to get it in the forefront of our minds so that when stuff happens we're like aha I remember this. Yes, of course. This is what they've been talking all along. Uh, so I'm I'm very interested to kind of see where this goes. Um, it's it's we're still a ways out. We're still kind of like finding out some of these teases. Um, I'm I'm glad that we're getting stuff uh, little by little. Like I've I've been very curious to see like when we were going. I was thinking we were we were kind of like due for another update on this whole mystery thing um, after the the presentation for the season seven stuff, and I was wondering where it was. Uh, so I'm glad that we got that. I'm glad that we're getting something to to kind of keep our our interest in this, so we don't forget about it because it's so easy to forget about this, uh, especially when you have things like Golden Glory going on. And you completely forget about all the the actual lore that's going on in the world. Um, still not a, a terribly huge fan of of the the actual like social media aspect of all this but uh this is a way that they're doing it they're they're trying to keep the community invested in it um there's only so many avenues that they can do to try and get this kind of content uh because there are some really good super sleuths out there and they will 100 figure this stuff out within the first minutes of it going live so to ha to make sure that there is something for everyone to kind of like be aware like okay we're getting close to this thing and once we hit this thing then we'll know that we can actually like go out start looking for all this this new lore that's in the world um i'm, I'm glad that they're able to do this but uh, I'm very excited. I, I I really want to know like what's going on with this. Um, it's it's the most interested I've been. Seriously, like season six to me, season six has been some of the most engaging content uh, that we've had with the with the adventures with the mystery, with the the continued progression. Uh, I've been going through Destiny to this season, um, season uh, what is the seventeen. And um, the story there has been dished out week by week by week. And it's been a new a new voyage or not a new voyage. I, sorry, I'm thinking Sea of Thieves here. Um, it's been a new mission every single week. And we know to, to get it. We know that it's expected. They have rewards tied to it, which is kind of cool. Um, but there's there's always just it's always just a little bit at a time and and i i've really enjoyed just being able to have a couple games that i play and, and it's a bummer because i would love to sit down and play single player games and actually have like a full story but uh when i go to sit down to a single player game 
for whatever reason, I can't just sit there and and play through it unless the story is like absolutely riveting. Uh, I always get bored or distracted um, and I either drop off the game or I I get into a game where I can sit down and actually chat with people because I I think I enjoy hanging out and chatting with people more than I do uh, most of the single player games that are out there and stuff. So I have a real hard time straying away from games like sea of thieves and destiny 2 where i can be social i can be with friends i can hang out with the community and uh, be able to chat with them about this kind of stuff i really love that um so when when sea of thieves starts doing stuff like this in season six um this is aside from the actual delay aside of of season seven i have to say i i genuinely feel like sea of thieves is doing stuff right now that has really just took off in my mind. I, I feel like this is the most engaged I felt with the the content uh, since they've been releasing the Tall Tales. Um, I, I was definitely I checked out with the whole uh, the, the Ash and Wind stuff because it was too hard at the start for me to to warrant the time. Um, the the Cursed Fleets was great. I absolutely really love that, but it was a world event and we had the voyage and stuff. And I, I still really like this, but um, tying the stuff that we get in the game that is like world events or or different things and stuff and having it driven by narrative um really does keep people like me engaged with the game uh on a regular basis like i'm constantly like if i'm sailing i'm talking with people about it or we're coming up with theories about it and stuff like that and it's just it's so much fun it really does kind of like let you live in the world that is changing with you and having you change these things and and so i i feel like i've been kind of critical of the game um maybe the the last few episodes or last few weeks or or last couple months uh but just as i've been kind of sitting back and thinking about some of the things that we've been going through there are choices that are made that i'm not necessarily a huge fan of but overall uh the game is just absolutely killing it and i'm it's to the point now where I have actually been very defensive over the Xbox Bethesda showcase where we got the trailer because the trailer was great. I had a really good time, but I kept hearing people talk about how uh, Sea of Thieves wasn't, uh, didn't deserve to be in the the actual showcase. It wasn't interesting enough. It didn't uh, bring any good information or it wasn't anything as big as a Pirate's Life update. And I, I got, I found myself getting extremely defensive about it because I was like, no, you don't understand. This is something that we've been asking for. This is something that fans of the game that have been dedicated to the community and to the game and to the studio for a long time have been wanting. This is something that we've desired for a long time. And the fact that we're finally getting it, the fact that we're finally having this come to the game really speaks to Rare's commitment to the community, to their ideas, to their desires, to the things that they want to bring to the game, that they know the fans are interested in they're doing an amazing job with the adventures and keeping story going even if they're short short short-lived uh they're not amazing like like blow you out of the water kind of events um and there's definitely criticism as they kind of learn how these are going but just like with tall tales just like with edge uh, le- uh ledgers or, or emissaries and stuff like that they will get better as time goes on because they will have more time they will have more experience they will know what works what doesn't work and in a year's time when we're on like adventure eight or nine uh this is going to be fantastic we're going to have so much fun doing this and you can already see the bones of what's going to to be in the future with the adventures that we have right now and i'm very excited to kind of see where things go because i i understand that while things may feel a little rickety right now 
that's because we haven't built up enough support structures to really showcase these as like the things to look forward each season seasons one two and three or one and two definitely weren't the strongest seasons but season six is now a year in it is fantastic it is amazing i've loved this content i've had a really good time with this and i i understand i'm waxing poetic here and this is nothing new to you uh but i at least appreciate you kind of listening with this because i'm, I'm super excited but um i was going to throw in some clips here from the actual trailers instead what i'm going to do is i'm going to put the links to the two videos that i talked about as far as like the cinematic trailer and the actual launch trailer from back in march uh so that you guys if you want to go back and listen to them listen to them and then kind of think about some of the words that they're saying some of the things that they're saying that could be illusion or alluding to not illusions not i-l-l-u-s-i-o-n uh b-e-l-l-u-d-e-s uh eludes to the potential for what's going to happen with the mystery because i think they're very particular about the words they use the the threats that the, that are, are are talked about because we haven't seen something straight outright like you better not mess up or you're going to get turned into a lantern. We haven't seen that yet, but I think that's what they're alluding to. And maybe not necessarily like a lantern. It's not like, oh, you know, they just beauty and beast them to death. Um, but I, I think that that is essentially what we're talking about here. I think Gray Morrow is no longer the only person to be able to trap a soul within an object and keep it in Sea of Thieves so that you can't do anything. You have no recourse. You can't go to the ferryman and come back unless someone knows where to look for you. And I think we've been helping with, uh, I think DeMarco has been helping us try and uncover this mystery uh, as the lantern this whole time. And I'm just hoping that we, that we find true love before the final petal falls and we release, is this metaphor working? I don't even know if this is working. Tell me if this is working, please. Uh, I hope that we release um, DeMar DeMarco's soul before the metaphors get out of hand. Um, but let's, let's wrap things up. We're going, we're going long here. All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of the Keelhauled Podcast. Thank you so much to everyone that is supporting me. Thanks to everyone that, that has joined up recently for the Patreon, joined up for the Discord. Um, there is the Sherpa program that is still going on as well, too. So if you want help doing things, I think they're doing Skeleton Thrones soon. Uh, they're going to be going out and getting the two crews uh, for Skeleton Thrones knocked out. So if you have those commendations, uh, definitely join up in the Discord. Make sure that you don't miss out on that if you need them, because they'll probably need more bodies. Actually, let me take a look at this because i think this is actually going on tomorrow uh as of of recording this and it's going to be tight so you may listen to this and you may have already missed out on it um but let's see apollo events this is going on yeah this is going on june 20th uh which is monday at 6 p.m pst uh it is literally like 19 hours from from going on um not many people have actually signed up for this it's Vincenzo in norwegian uh, which means that they'll probably have to roll two sloops to be able to do this. So if you need to get your skeleton thrones, the large ones out in the world that you need two crews to be able to sit in to get those commendations knocked out, uh, that is going on. They may end up doing another one, but just a reminder that the Sherpa program is still going on. If you want help, if you want advice, if you want people to help you kind of uh, get to Pirate Legend, things like that, uh, that's available in the Keelhaul Discord server as well, too. And links are in the show notes as well, too, if you want to know how to get there. Or if you have any questions, just reach out to me or reach out to uh, uh, anyone in the... the uh, well, I, I 
guess I guess I'm the probably the best point of contact, but I'm around. So feel free to message me. Um, I generally find all the messages eventually, uh, and I'll try and get those get responses to you um, in a timely manner. So uh, with that, Pirates, if you want to get a hold of me, there's plenty of ways to do that. Obviously, the contact list in the show notes has everything. But if the if you just want to do it right now, uh, at C-A-P-T underscore uh, L-O-G-U-N on Twitter, uh, capped underscore Logan, or at Pod on Twitter, uh, if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter. Um, other places, uh, Captain Logan is my gamer tag as well. The Discord channel is the best way. If you do email, not many people do. But if you do email, C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. I keep an eye on that uh, for the, the email address and stuff. Just send it there and I'll, I'll, I'll definitely put it in, in my SOT folder. Um, and if you have time, it doesn't matter. But if you have time, it always helps out uh, in, with, with different analytics and stuff. Uh, you can always head over to Spotify. You can rate the show five stars. You can uh, subscribe there or follow there. Um, you can go to iTunes or Google Play or, or your normal place and you can rate it. Uh, five stars leave a review if you want that always helps out with um, analytics but more importantly it lets people know how you feel about the show and it gives people a a real perspective on how the show has been the show's been going for four years we're on episode 228 there's a lot to go back and listen to and because this show is kind of like uh it's not evergreen content most of the time most of the most of the episodes are are kind of like daily news and stuff like that kind of current day events and stuff so not too many episodes are evergreen but um having people reach out to me to say that they're starting from the beginning is really cool it's really awesome to hear that it's really nice that you guys uh are are doing that because it's quite a few that's a lot of hours to be able to listen to content um so hopefully it's not boring hopefully it's interesting to go back and kind of hear about what sea things was like back in the day before we had all of this stuff going on uh but again i'm i'm getting long in the tooth here thank you so much for your patience thank you so much for listening and with that pirates thank you i love you and i look forward to sailing with you in the sea of thieves to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are dragon breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening, and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. 
Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasting thing.